I'm Pete McCall, and welcome to this special edition of All About Fitness. This is a special edition for two reasons. One, because I recorded it live at the Fit Expo in Los Angeles, and two, it's the first time on All About Fitness that I've, recorded, that I've interviewed two people at the same time. So first, let me tell you a little bit about the Fit Expo. I was there representing Vicor Fitness and was doing a couple workshops on our TerraCore product. You can learn more about that down the show notes below. But Vicor is an original sponsor of All About Fitness, and the TerraCore is one of the coolest products that ought to hit the fitness market in the last few years. But want to get that plug out of the way. <laughs> uh, the other thing I was doing at the Fit Expo was seeing how we engage with consumers. Because my experience in the fitness industry as an educator is I speak at a number of events for personal trainers to help recertify personal trainers. Most of my experience as a speaker is in, is in speaking with and working with the fitness professionals, certified trainers and certified group fitness instructors. The Fit Expo is specifically for the consumers. The Fit Expo has a number of vendors there, from supplement makers to clothing to equipment companies. They have different competitions there, strongman competitions. They had figure competitions. They had bodybuilding competitions. You could go there, get free samples of your favorite supplements, or learn about new supplements. Spartan Race was there with a, with a practice little Spartan obstacle course that you could try. So it really is a great opportunity to learn a lot more about different fitness products or different fitness offerings. Now, the Fit Expo does a number of different cities around the country. I think they're going to be in San Jose, Philadelphia, Anaheim. So I'm going to have a show. I'm going to have a link below. They're going to be in Chicago. I'll have a link below to the Fit Expo so you can find out if you can attend one of these in your area coming up. And I would highly, highly recommend it. So while I was there, I ran into a friend of mine. We're a team member for Core Health and Fitness. I'm a master trainer for Nautilus and Stairmaster, meaning I educate other trainers on those products. And my friend Alex McLean is a master and is a master trainer and instructor for Schwinn Cycling, indoor cycling. So he goes around and teaches indoor cycling instructors how to teach an indoor cycling class. So I ran to Alex there, and Alex is a group fitness instructor for Equinox and works with a number of high-level profile or high-profile celebrities in the Los Angeles area. In addition, I met Wes Okerson. Wes Okerson is a personal trainer based out of Los Angeles who was on the TV show Strong a couple of seasons ago. Wes has trained such celebrities like Tom Cruise, Gerard Butler, Katie Holmes, and he works with a very high-profile list of clientele in the LA area. Now, I'm going to share a few notes with you after. Wait until after the interview, and I'll share a few thoughts on that because I kind of have a mixed reaction when I hear the term celebrity trainer. But what I talk with Alex and Wes about is why people are so interested in why and how celebrities exercise. You know, why do we always care? Why do we hear this term celebrity trainer? Why does it matter? You know, is it if just because somebody trains a celebrity, does that make them qualified to to be a fitness educator, to be a fitness leader, or to be a fitness influencer? In the case of both Alex and Wes, they they have to be very qualified professionals who just happen to work with a high profile clientele. It turns out Wes Okerson went to the University of Maryland and studied kinesiology with a couple guys I knew back in the D.C. area. And for those of you that listen regularly, I apologize. I have another person from D.C. on, but Wes and I didn't know each other before the interview started, and we found out during the interview that we're both from the D.C. area. So I, I, I tend to interview a lot of people from D.C. because that's where I worked for a number of years, and, and that was not my intention with Wes. With Wes. I want to interview Wes because he's worked with people like Tom Cruise, and I want to get his insight into how celebrities trade. 
So in this episode, you know, first of all, I want to pardon for the background noise, but we recorded in the hallway in the Los Angeles Convention Center. And two, it's my first time trying to interview two people at the same time. So Alex McLean is a group fitness instructor in Los Angeles, and Wes Okerson is a personal trainer based out of Los Angeles, California. And we talk about why you should pay attention to celebrity training on this special edition of All About Fitness. I'm Pete McCall with All About Fitness. I'm here at the Fit Expo Los Angeles. I am with, uh, we'll go with, I'll have you introduce yourself yeah, and just yeah. tell, talk about a little bit about what you do. Sure. Hey, Pete, and uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, this is Wes Okerson here, um, probably best known now for doing NBC Strong, which aired almost two years ago now, which is kind of crazy to think <laughs> about. Um, and I've been doing stuff for the Fit Expo. This is probably my seventh one where we come on in the group training zone and we, we used to run kind of like a Get Strong Challenge, it was like an obstacle course, and now it's I do some emceeing for them. Um, I have my clients in Beverly Hills and I spent many years traveling with uh, a few of my clients. Um, some of them were more known than others. And uh, yeah, it's kind of brought me to this point. And I think that's the interesting thing about being in Los Angeles, right, is you have the celebrity, you know, you kind of have the celebrity trainer kind of mystique. And I'll come back to that because I think that's an interesting thing. <laughs> so I'm also here with Alex. Alex, give it a little bit of, uh, tell us a little bit about what you do. Uh, hi, my name is Alex McLean, and I did a session this morning, um, bodyweight training called Unleash. I'm an educator with, uh, with Pete for the core health and fitness brands for TRX, for uh, Strong by Zumba and Bar Above. I've been teaching since uh, 1995. Well, let me say, uh, but Strong by Zumba, what is Strong by Zumba? Because I know that's one of their big promotions this year. So tell us yep. just a little bit about what that is. In a nutshell, uh, Strong by Zumba is a HIT class. You know, when you think HIT, you think high-intensity interval training. But again, we made a little twist to it. So we have H-I-T-T. So it's high-intensity tempo training where the music is driving and fueling people's performance to do better than what they thought they could do. So we reverse engineer the process. We do the workout first, and then we send the videos to top DJs like Timberland, Steve Aoki, and they create the beats to match the, to match the moves. So one of our sayings is every move has a beat every beat has a move is this a live class or is it video on demand it is a live class but if you on the lookout we actually just launched a 20 minute version on social media so you can check facebook and instagram and uh, stream the process and do it all right so one of the things i want to ask these guys about because you know you you said that you work in you know west works in beverly hills with with a very i guess you said not notable clientele yeah I, I have some notable clients um a lot of my clients are also like Entertainment lawyers, managers, agents kind of work in entertainment kind of at a different level. So, so the real meat and potatoes. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> what yeah. makes Hollywood really work? Exactly. The guys that actually like push the dial for real. Mm -hmm. And then Wes, you, you train out in, you're, you're Wes, I'm Alex. I'm getting these guys mixed up. That's how long we've been here all day. Uh, but Alex, you, you train, where do you, where do you train? Because you kind of work with the same, but you kind of work in a slightly different area. Right. I teach group classes for uh, top clubs in the area, and I have personal training clients on the outside. So I go to their homes and train them. Now, what's the unique thing? Why do we make a big deal about celebrity trainers? And I mean, like, and I'm not, I'm not putting it down, but, but it's one of those monikers you see. So in your opinion, Wes, with some of your clients, it's obviously it's how they make their money, but why, why do so many people, why are so many people fascinated by how people in your neck of the woods train, exercise? Yeah, oh, I, here's the thing. Back in 2007, I never aspired to, to work with celebrities. I was actually working at Sports Club LA in Beverly Hills, and 
you know, I was just there all the time. When you're a young trainer, you're just grinding out and you meet people and one thing leads to another. And I interviewed for a job and started working with Tom Cruise for two years and traveled with him. And um, it was kind of before the big social media boom. Not that it would really matter now because I wouldn't be able to, to broadcast that type of stuff even back then. I just think that celebrityism has always been something that people since the dawn of time for advent of television and film people love to follow people on the big screen and the stuff that certain celebrities are doing for their training is just like how i would train like someone who's an inter a lawyer or you know any anyone it doesn't really change my outlook sometimes things are condensed like the time period like if i have eight weeks then i have to change things and the protocols have to change and the, how much time do i really have with this person well, I think that's one of the unique things about, about working with a celebrity, because if they get a contract to do a movie or a show, they have to have a certain appearance by a certain time. And especially nowadays with so many Marvel movies coming out, the celebrities need, need to have a more muscular, more kind of ripped physique. And, and just so you know, I worked for Sports Club LA, too, sure. in Washington, D.C. I was an instructor, and then I went to work for the company. When Millennium bought the other clubs, oh, yeah. I was their director of education. So we do have a little bit of a, a relationship. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. I didn't even know that. And we just met like 20, 30 minutes DC. ago. I will get back. Yeah. He's from D.C. And so, Alex, you teach group fitness classes. Mm -hmm. You get celebrities probably in your group fitness classes. Mm -hmm. how, do, how do other people in the class respond when, when you get, like, somebody, if you're teaching a class in a, in, a, in a studio, in a gym, how do people respond when a celebrity comes in? They actually treat them like any other person. The good thing is when you have a celebrity come into the clubs, usually the clubs at that level or tier have it in their contracts where they can't walk in with their entourage. They can only come in, no cameras, no pictures, and you can't post anything. So from a member standpoint, they really just treat them as a regular person. Someone told me, oh, how's this person? And I said, oh, who is that? He goes, oh, this person's on this show and this show? Didn't even know it, and there's a current person. But I was like, oh, that's just Wendy. And so, you know, it really is just a regular outlook in terms of members looking at their members. Well, an interesting thing, and having been in D.C., my wife, my wife, uh, we both taught at the Sports Club L.A., and she always wondered why there's a guy waiting outside of her jump rope class. It turned out the Bush daughters would take her jump rope class, and she didn't even realize that, that yeah. Jenna and Barbara Bush were regulars in her class, and that the guy out there in the with the suit on was a you know was a Secret Service guy, you know, yeah. following them around. So did, would you get your start in, in fitness here in L.A., or would you start out in the East Coast? East, uh, I started on the East Coast, actually. I went to University of Maryland, got my kinesiology degree, trained for a few years out there, and in 2003, end of, end of 2003, I drove cross-country, landed in L.A., got a job uh, down in Redondo Beach, and then I moved to Beverly Hills, a sports club L.A. It's now Equinox, and that's really where I landed and just kind of grinded it out there. So, again, we just I just met Wes a little while ago. We're at the Fit Expo in Los Angeles. Where did you grow up in Maryland? Because I'm from Silver Spring. Uh, Gaithersburg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I went. I went to Blair High School. Where'd you go? Uh, I went to Bullis. Okay, so yeah, that was a, that was a private school. Yeah. So here's my first job in fitness, and we'll get Alex back into this. My first job was in 1990 at the Holiday Spa on Rockville Pike. Did you ever get? We had bullet kids from Bullis in there all the time. Yeah. Well, my parents owned a pizza restaurant called Lido's Pizza on Rockville oh, yeah, Pike, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, so I, I actually worked at the restaurant from 13 to 17. When I was in school, I played baseball in high school, and I went on and played uh, two years at Frostburg State University and then transferred to Maryland. It's a small world. <laughs> that is a small world. <laughs> that is crazy. And it, so it's funny to hear that. Now, Alex, you were teaching today a little body weight workout. Yep. Do people need a lot of equipment in order to get a good workout? What, what's the, what should they know about body weight training? 
The thing that you should know about bodyweight training is that they can do it anytime, anywhere. Because it's their body, they don't need any, anything else. Just need a little space. They can work many goals, strength, mobility, flexibility. Whatever their goal is, they can work it and get it done in a short amount of time. And that's really what they need to do because that's their big concern. Do I want to go to the gym? No, they can do it at home, anywhere else. And how much time does it take? They can do it in short chunks of time throughout the day. And that's, a, and that's a cool thing. There's a lot of resources out there for body weight training. So it's a good thing to know. You just have to know a few simple moves in order to be able to do that. Now, I'll just wrap up. I just want to do a quick hit on this. So let me ask you this question, Wes. How can somebody, what's one of the key things about training celebrities? Or let me rephrase that. I think one of the key things about training celebrities is that they have an end goal. If you're working with a client, if you're working with a Tom Cruise, and he knows he's going to start Mission Impossible 20 by a certain date, that give, what's so important about having that finite date from a training perspective? Gosh, when you put the clock on somebody, it changes everything. And, and I, you know, I'll, I'll correlate this with competition, too. It's one thing to sit on the couch and watch a competition, like let's say American Ninja Warrior or something like that, and saying, oh, I could do that, or I can do that in my backyard with no one watching. The minute you have to perform and either you know there's a day you have to look a certain way or you've got to compete and perform on a certain day, it's different when the pressure's on. It's just, even in Strong, I look back at the competitions and how nervous I was each time, but you, the more you do that, that, uncom that uncomfortability starts to kind of fall away. And I, I think it's important for people in training, if there is no clock, and you, you just, it's like this procrastinating mind, you won't work as hard in your session because you know, oh, I can, if it doesn't have to be March, it'll be April or May. Now imagine it has to be March. And there's a studio that's putting up half a billion dollars on marketing and funding the film and everything is relying on it. So they're, all the pressure's on. So all of a sudden now, each day matters so much. And so I think when you can get into them, that mentality of training, it changes everything because you're pushing yourself literally two and three times harder because each day counts and each moment counts. And I think that's critical. So that's where goal setting comes in. Now, Alex, I don't want to overlook the fact, and, and I don't know how well you know Alex was, but he doesn't only teach celebrities in group fitness classes, but you have a pretty strong dance background, right? What's your, what's your dance background? Because weren't you just on with the Rose Parade? Did I, is that what I saw on social media? Yeah. Oh, that was a couple of years ago. But what's your background? Haven't you been a dancer and, and haven't you been a performer yourself? Yeah, so I actually started as an athlete. And when I was younger, I was too light to play Pop Warner football. So my parents <laughs> were like, you've got to do something. And so my sister took dance class. And so that's how I started. And then MTV came out and then just started learning all of that. So I've danced for Leanne Rhymes and the Rose Parade. I've done NBA, WNBA, Disney. Uh, on Universal Studios, they did the commercial for Facebook last year. So, so that's a pretty it's cool. Good. It's it's cool. So not only are you an instructor and you, you teach celebrities, but you kind of done a little bit of work yourself. Absolutely. What would you rather do? Would you rather be would you rather be teaching people over there, or would you rather be in front of the camera and having to put that pressure on yourself to perform? Would you rather be teaching group fitness, or would you rather be performing? Because they're both performing in sort of a way. And which is more like which kind of gives you more of a buzz? I think I'm more nervous teaching a class because group fitness class is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. So you kind of walk in with a plan and you know it has to change. When you're doing choreography or you're on the getting ready for a video, you know it and you got to own it when you're there. But teaching wise, you got to be able to know the plan and then manipulate it to meet the members needs.
And, that, and that's a kind of a, yeah, I think it puts a lot of pressure on us. Now, one more, one more question I want to ask about, because I was talking a little bit about um, how I really try to go after that, that mature demographic of people who want to stay fit. What's your advice for people that want it, with your experience working, you know, if you're working with whether celebrities or whether you know, your, your attorneys, for people that want to stay fit in their 40s and 50s, like what's your one piece of advice for how we can maintain our fitness over the aging process or through the aging process? I mean, I think the one thing is what happens to people is they start, the older you get, knees start to hurt, back starts to hurt, so you start getting into more selectorized machines. And I think the key is to still try to stay functional, try to stay and train for performance. So try to, you know, get out of those machines. Don't just go into the bench press with your friends for 30 minutes and do 20 sets. Like, try to get out of your comfort zone and learn to squat properly, learn to do a pull-up, learn to do a proper push-up bench press your own weight, uh, squat your own weight, like at least work towards that. And then we can start uh, moving in, you know, working in different, ju not just a sagittal plane, but the transverse plane and the frontal plane, start doing more dynamic stuff and just incorporating that type of training. Um, and then now take all that, take that whole idea and condense it into like 25 to 30 minutes and do it hard and do it rapid, like high intensity interval training. Um, you know, if you're training for performance, the aesthetics usually will follow. Um, you know, we were talking earlier, like if your goal is six pack, well then just eat healthier. Um, and, and, and that's, and I always say like, that's easy. Like I want to become a better athlete. I'm doing my first Spartan race in a few weeks and I'm terrified of, of it a little bit. So I'm putting the clock on myself a little bit now. So. Well, and that's an important thing because I always joke about that, right? We're, we're doing a little demo and, and, and I guess I would call myself Husky is what I always, how I refer to myself. But I don't train for appearance, I train for performance. I train to be able to mountain bike, weight lift, play rugby when I can, and, and to do occasional Spartan races. My advice to you, the, the one thing I, I would suggest about the Spartan race, and this is for any listener, is treat it like, it, you treat it like a series of workouts with like a 400 meter sprint in between. So if you look at like, if you look at the monkey bars, and then, and then you go, okay, I gotta run four, 200, 400 meters to the next obstacle. Then you got a couple walls. And so kind of if you break it down, chunk by chunk, it becomes very, that's been my experience. And I'm not, you know, I'm not Mr. Fleet of Foot, but I, I look at it for just for fun. Now, what your advice, Alex, what, what's your recommendation for people in their 40s and 50s who want to be able to do a Spartan race or just be active and enjoy being an active and having an active lifestyle? I try to focus on, take the words exercise out of their vocabulary and just think of moving more. And moving more can just be walking around the block, could be walking their dog, playing with their grandkids. Um, just anything helps. It doesn't all have to happen at one time. It could be little chunks throughout the day, but just keep moving. It's, it's all about range of motion. I think over time, you still need to keep working. It's just your goals change. It's not about so much of, okay, I need to get my, my, one, my one bet max right now. I just wanna get my full range of motion without pain and without pain for every exercise or movement pattern that I have. And that's, the cool thing is, okay, so I just grabbed these guys at the Fit Expo, and like I said, Wes and I met just a little while ago. Alex and I, we hang out a little bit, but we don't talk shop that much. But you guys are so consistent with so many other guests I've had on. I've had Gary Gray on, I just interviewed Chuck Wolf, and, and everybody, you know, great cook, we all talk about movement. And the fact is, we have to move. And what is exercise? Exercise is movement. So I think if we put movement first, how do your clients respond? When you, when you tell somebody that they have to move better, what's their initial reaction? Usually I get, yeah, I can get up and down out of my couch and walk in a straight line. <laughs> um, 
and I mean that's the truth is you, you start putting people in different planes of motion and all of a sudden you see how unstable they are and usually it's like a pretty big wake up call like right away which is really cool because if you can just show someone uh, progress in a very simple movement then you can start progressing and making it harder add weight add more instability and all of a sudden they're working a lot harder than they thought instead of just sitting in a bicep curl machine for 25 minutes. <laughs> That's always, that always becomes the, the, the downside. So last thing I want to ask you is, uh, how'd you get involved with Strong, with the TV show Strong? And, and did you enjoy that experience, you know, in terms of taking what you do, trying to recreate your magic in the studio and put it on TV? Yeah, uh, Strong was, a, was kind of a long process. It started out as a, a basic submission, um, and then it turned into a series of interviews, and then finally the selection process came at the end of August, and it was, a, it was an amazing experience, not only for me, but for my trainee, Jasmine. I mean, she, she's completely changed who she is. She now does CrossFit um, in the Valley, and, and she's extremely strong, and, and just an amazing kind of transformation that took place, not only physically, but I think emotionally and mentally. Um, the second part of your question was how, how like what we did on the show, yeah, like the type like of training in real. Yeah. So TV world's a little different because when they're shooting us training, they kind of just want almost like sound bites of us actually training. So a lot of times we have already done our hard training. So you may just be actually seeing us just kind of going through the motions of a particular thing. Um, which some people probably get that and sometimes it may come across that but the truth is we trained so much on the show but the tough part was doing these um, the competitions you saw we never got to practice we never saw them until we walked up to them so we're looking at it in real time like the audience is and trying to decipher like what in the hell are we going to do on this rolling wall or what do we do on a peg wall when two people have to go up the wall at the exact same time with, with only four pegs. It's, you know, everyone's trying to digest and mentally prep. Oh, I have a minute to talk to my trainee to figure this out and I gotta go. And then the clock starts and you're basically, you now have about five to 10 minutes of the whole event and then it's over. And then the last place guy goes to the tower and 50-50 there. So that was, <laughs> I mean, I, you, you can't mentally ever prep for that. I mean, we had, I mean, the guys that competed on the show from like Dan Wells to Chris Ryan to Benny Wiley to Leon. I mean, Leon, for God's sake, was, was an NFL caliber defensive end at a temple. Benny's an absolute beast. Uh, I mean, Dan's a decorated CrossFit, so is Chris. I mean, all these guys were tremendous athletes and we're all in the same boat, you know, trying to figure this stuff out as we go. That's, I think that's so cool because I think sometimes and the one thing that's impressed me is now having met you and talked to you a little bit. I know Benny a little bit. I know Todd Durkin. And to hear the quality of trainers they got on the show, because I think that you can say that about other shows that may be on TV, is they got, you know, I don't want to say this about, about Bob Harper, but because I know he was, he was a trainer before, but they got people that maybe played the role of trainers. And so I think the one thing I really liked about Strong was the fact they had serious trainers and they put you guys in that situation. So that's a really cool thing. Hopefully, I, you know, we talked a little about you don't know what's going to happen again with that again. Hopefully we see that, that franchise evolve. That would sure. be kind of a cool thing. So, Alex, how can people follow you? Because you put a lot of stuff up on social media. I love your social media hits. Always bring a smile to my day when I see them roll through my dessert. feed, brother. So, how do, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, how do people follow you and get a little more information about, about what you do? You're a master trainer for TRX. Um, I just had Randy on. I was talking with Randy about a couple things. And you, you were a master trainer for, Zumba, for Strong by Zumba. How can people follow you to find out where you're going to be and what you're going to be teaching? Cool. So uh, my handle on Twitter, 
on Instagram is uh, Alex Lean McLean, all one word, and you can find me under the same name for Facebook. And I also started a fitness page on Facebook called Alex McLean Fitness. Cool, and I have links that down below. And Wes, if people want to kind of get your fit tips and and kind of like figure out how they, and I don't want to make a big deal about it, but I think the one thing I really like about celebrity training is you have a finite. You need to show up on set March 1. You need to be ready. That's the one thing I think people can take away from that celebrity trainer moniker is you have to be goal-driven, and there's no other way around it. Right. But if people want to get more information about what you do, how can how can they do that? Sure. Um, it's just my name, Wes Okerson. So W-E-S-O-K-E-R-S-O-N, uh, at Wes Okerson for Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And, uh, yeah, thanks, Pete, for having me on. It's a pleasure meeting you. Hey, likewise, man, and find out we're both Marylanders. That's yeah. a cool thing. Good so thing. thanks for your time, guys. Thanks you very much. Yeah. Well, hopefully you've got a lot out of that conversation. You know, I do apologize about the background noise. There's a lot of stuff going on. We're in a hallway in a back corner of the convention center, and, and you could hear people walking by and things happening. And But I was trying to capture some of the energy that, that is, is at a big fitness expo. So again, the Fit Expo travels around. They'll be in a number of cities in 2018. I'll have a link to that below in the show notes. But what I what I found interesting in, in talking to, to Wes and Alex was why we should care about how celebrities train. And I'll talk about the positives first. One, we know what celebrities look like. I mean, we know what Tom Cruise looks like, right? We've been watching him in films for more than 30 years. So we see a quantifiable result. You know, we see what Tom Cruise looks like. We know that, you know, if some, when Tom Cruise takes his shirt off in a movie, he has to train for that. That's not natural. No disrespect to Mr. Cruise, but he has to work very hard, as we all do. We all do. We, anybody, that, anybody that has a nice body, it doesn't just happen. You, you kind of have to do a couple things for that. So when we look at celebrities, we can look to them and say, I might want to look like that person. Well, it's important to understand what that takes. It's important to understand that if we see a celebrity like Mr. Cruz, he has a trainer like Wes. He probably has a private nutritionist. He probably has a private chef. He also has a couple personal assistants doing things for him. And, and it was really interesting in talking with Wes about this. We didn't really go into the interview, but afterwards we were talking a little bit. And when I, when I meet friends of mine, that, that when I meet fitness friends that, that work with high-profile celebrities, frankly... I don't care. I look at a movie at a movie actor with a TV film, whatever. Their job is to be on the screen. They're training for a role. I don't really care about who they train. I'm more interested in kind of the training process. Just like, and that's something for my Canadian friends. So I'm not Canadian, but I'll say process sometimes. But just like I, I talk a little bit about when I when I sit down with friends who work with with professional athletes, I don't really care about the specific athletes they train, but I care about how they train that athlete. So it's very interesting to hear Wes talk about when you get a movie contract, if Cruz, if anybody signs a contract to work on a movie, work on a TV show, there's a specific start date there. And that's what I want to capture in that conversation is there was a specific goal. You know, Mr. Cruz knew that on a certain day he was going to be filming, he was going to start filming Mission Impossible. That means that he has 8, 10, 12, however many weeks to get ready for that. So what we can learn from about training celebrities for our own lives is that having a goal matters. Don't just go to the gym and be like, okay, you know, maybe I'm working out a little bit. And as I say this, I've kind of been talking, um, I've been talking a little bit about do goals really matter? Maybe yes, maybe no. 
But having a goal, if you're one of these people that, that finds it hard to go to the gym, giving yourself a specific end goal may help you, may help you stay focused. Maybe it'll help you stay on that nutrition plan. Maybe it'll help you pay attention to what you're doing with sleep, with hydration. You know, how many extra cocktails are you having? Anything else that you might be doing that might derail your fitness plan? Because that's one thing we can take away from celebrities. They focus on getting in shape for a role. Who did I just see? I just saw um, I just saw somebody else interviewed recently. He's playing Dick Cheney coming up, and I'm totally blanking on his name. But he had to gain 30 or 40 pounds, Christian Bale. Christian Bale had to gain like 30 or 40 pounds to play Dick Cheney in a film. Actors, you know, it's, what's interesting about training actors and training people like that is their body becomes part of the role. And they have to change their body based on the role that they're, cha- that they're playing. And that's where working with somebody like Wes can be very important because that can help them change their body the right way. And so what we can learn about is, you know, from a celebrity trainer is that you know, sometimes goal setting may make a big difference. Sometimes you need to have that specific goal. You know? Sometimes that might be the thing that pushes you over top to reach that. And from speaking with Alex, you know, I found it very interesting. You know, Alex has a number of high-profile people come to his group fitness classes. They all, we all sweat the same. <laughs> you, know, you have to realize that sometimes performers or people, their job, you know, your job might be in marketing. Your job might be in computer programming. You might be in IT. You might be an auto mechanic. That's your job. You know, if you take a step back and once you're around a couple of performers, actors, you know, talent, you realize their job is to play a role in front of a camera. They're a completely different person behind the camera, off the camera, off screen. You know, that, that's just their job. They, that's just the, the field they chose, they chose to go into. And if anybody's ever taken the acting classes, you know how hard that can be. So I don't like making a big deal. I really don't like making a big deal about uh, people who train celebrity clients because I don't think that's that big of a deal. You know, just because you work with an actor does not make you qualified to spout fitness advice. Now, in Wes's case, it's a little bit different. He went to Maryland. He has a kinesiology degree. You know, he actually went to Maryland with a couple of kids I knew, a couple people I knew back in the day. You know, and I know his education background. He is an educated trainer. And he stays on top of his continuing education. You know, Wes, I know, stays, or not Wes, Alex stays on top of his continuing education. I know other trainers. You know, I've interviewed Gunnar Peterson, Eric Fleischman. You know, Gunnar Peterson works with a number of high-profile clients. Eric Fleischman, you know, is a host of Celebrity Sweat on TV. These guys know their stuff. You know, just because somebody trains somebody in front of a camera doesn't make them qualified to give fitness advice. What makes them qualified is their education, their preparation. How much studying have they done? You know, do they have any degrees? Have they earned certifications? You know, just because they're, they're the person they train is just the outcome of that. But I'm always more interested, and honestly, I love talking with people who, who train the average person. You know, because Wes was talking about that a little bit. You know, you have an attorney you're working with. How do you get them motivated? You know, if you're telling me you're going to pay me $10 million to be in a certain shape to be in a film, that's a pretty high-level motivation. But how about that attorney, you know? Or how about that marketing executive or that marketing assistant? You know, that, that, what level of motivation do they have? So I think that's what we can learn from celebrity trainers is learn to use motivation, use a date, set a specific goal if that works for you. If you need that extra little push, that might work. Otherwise, the important thing is just being active. Find stuff that you enjoy doing. Move in a functional manner. What I really like about hearing Wes say that is I've recently interviewed Gary Gray and Gray Cook, and we talk about functional movement patterns. And Wes is saying the same thing. That's how he trains his 
high-profile clients, whether they're in front of the camera or working behind it, because we're all designed to move, and we need to train the way we move. So anyway, this is one of the first interviews I've done from the field. I had my recorder with me at the LA Fit Expo. I'm not sure if I'm going to be at other Fit Expos this year. I'm still sorting that out with schedule. But one of the things I'll be doing over the course of 2018 is as I travel, I'll bring bring my recorder with me because I want to try to capture more of these spur-of-the-moment conversations. I was trying to capture some of the energy and some of the enthusiasm from being at an event like the Fit Expo. Hopefully you got a little bit out of that. I'm going to have a couple links below in the show notes. I'll have a link to the, the Fit Expo. I'm going to have a link to, to Wes Orkerson and his uh, Instagram page. I'm going to have a link to Alex McLean. Alex does a great job. I love Alex and I will sometimes go out to dinner together at, at conferences. And he always, you know, he does a great job of just kind of like engaging with his audience via social media. If you like uh, if you like all about fitness, do me a favor, give me a rating on iTunes. You know how it works. The better ratings we have, the higher up it shows up in the search bars. If you have any questions that you'd like answered on future episodes of All About Fitness, please email them to me, Pete at PeteMcCallFitness.com. You can always follow me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is PeteMC, PeteMC underscore fitness on Twitter. Instagram is PeteMcCall underscore fitness. Thanks for stopping by, and I look forward to having you join me for future episodes of All About Fitness.